What are you talking about? Hell no. Uh uh, that ain't gonna fly. Facts, homie. Straight facts. I just wanna keep it real. It's all I know. Fake news? Uh uh. Why would you do that? Exactly where did you get that from? Nah, can't believe it. Man, you gotta come with some papers. You got to show papers on that. This is it, man. This is the start. This is the start. Yeah, man, this is how it's gonna start. It, yes, man, real spiel. This is how it's gonna start. The show starts. Huh? Yes, man, the intro. Real spiel. Real spiel. Yes, real. All right, all right. Yes, yes, real indeed. Back at it on a Thursday, August 15th, close to 3 o'clock. Doesn't matter if you're listening morning, afternoon, evening, or night. That's the time it's being put on wax. So, if any life-changing events happen between now and the time I just said this is being recorded, don't be DMing me on Instagram talking about, oh, why didn't you cover the fights? Why didn't you cover the shooting? Why didn't you cover, you know, this new episode that came out of this thing? Because I didn't know about it, and, you know, you got to log this. You got to edit it. It takes time to do this when you're a one-man operation. But I got a two-man with me right now. Jake Stevens. Yeah, yeah. How you doing, man? I'm all right. I was also gonna say, you know, sometimes we talk about what we want to talk about. Definitely, we talk about. We don't what have we to want talk to. about. We don't have to talk about everything. Yeah, we welcome topics, but we just go stream of consciousness over here. It's top of the dome, no fact checking. And if you want us to talk about something, send us in some suggestions. Yeah, and we take them. Like in this week, I did an episode strictly about the hot girl summer phenomenon. And we can talk about the Christian Girl Autumn coming up pretty soon. Yeah, somebody pre-posted that. In case you guys haven't seen, there's a meme where it was like, oh, Hot Girl Summer's over, Christian Girl Autumn's coming in. And it's like these two white girls dressed in, like, what, jeans and, like, scarves and vests and shit. Like, they ain't been sucking dick since they were 14. And, and somebody was like, what does a Christian Girl Autumn, like, look like? And I was like, it looks like a Han Solo. That's what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, for real. They did look like some post-apocalyptic bullshit they had on. I mean, like, wait till you see all the pictures, right? It's mm. like, it's the funniest shit ever that I've seen in memes. Like, all throughout college is true, too. You just see a group, like, out in the public, a whole bunch of women most of the time in fall and shit. They be wearing the knee-high brown boots. Mm. And then the vests, like, the dark vests over long sleeves. Yeah. It looks just like Han, Sol- like Han Solo's outfit. Dressed like a bunch of Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> ridiculous. Hipster or homeless? Yeah, I'm sure they were. Everyone's ready for their all spice pumpkin lattes. Nah, bro, that shit needs to wait. Hey. It's it's August. It's yeah. not even August twentieth. Yeah, it's still hot as shit out here. It's fucking August. Pumpkin spice lattes. They can wait until it starts getting cool out. Hey man, I smell a little cinnamon in the air. Look, I can get down with pumpkin pie. Ah, fuck out of here. All That's... this pumpkin flavored shit though. Pumpkin pie is so cultural. I've never met a black family that makes pumpkin pie around Thanksgiving. So I mean, sweet potato pie is, is bomb shit, too. Exactly. That's another story. I was just talking about pumpkin-flavored things. Like, oh, pumpkin. They have fucking pumpkin spice-flavored Spam. Ooh, that's disgusting. I wouldn't eat Spam to begin with. Yeah, either would I, but I'm just saying. Who mm. wants pumpkin-flavored ham product? Whatever that can, whatever that is. I don't know, bro. All, I, all I'm saying, pumpkin flavor for me, pie. Well, I mean, pumpkin-flavored shit is good. I'm not Maybe a beer every now and then. I just recognize the fact that I like it. It's basically a fall flavor. It's like uh, red hot. Because the spices aren't even none of. If you look at the ingredients on pumpkin spice stuff, none of it is pumpkin. No, it's it's all, all just spice, like fall. It's like cinnamon, clover. It's like just fall, like like nutmeg, like yeah, spices nutmeg, and stuff spice, that come together to taste like what people think pumpkin tastes like. But 
yeah, no, I just I think it's too early. Let me let me enjoy the rest of my summer. I have until September twenty first or twenty third, whatever the day is, mm-hmm. for the official end of summer. At that, least Labor Day, like, right? Give me that. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, when football starts, though, people like to get in fall mode, and football has started. It's kicked off for the most part. We're about what week three of preseason? Well, two. Week two. Whatever. It's, uh, yeah, there's some week two games tonight. Yeah. So the idea that fall is a feeling, and people starting to get it. See it. Yeah, that's true. Did you see, though, also, Coca-Cola is putting out winter-themed sodas. Two two flavors starting soon. I don't know when, but it's way too early because it's winter-themed. Coke, cinnamon Coke, which I don't know how that's going to taste. Okay. And winter spice cranberry Sprite. Yeah, see. Which, that one sounds okay, but cranberry Sprite is already good on its own. What What do you think winter spice is? I'm going to go ahead and say Coca-Cola is just one of those companies that has their marketing on auto drive at this point. Because that sounds disgusting to me. Winter Spice sounds like coffee mixed with caffeine. Or coffee mixed with soda. When I think of Winter Spice, I think of like peppermint. Yeah. Or like, yeah, peppermint. I think of gum, chewing gum, or I think of coffee. So so let's just just imagine it's peppermint. Mm -hmm. Peppermint Cranberry Sprite. Yeah. That sounds kind of gross. No, it sounds like something a robot might think like is good. Cr- cranberry Sprite is good. Yeah. Pe- winter Spice, I'm just curious what that is. But I'm just saying, this is winter-themed sodas coming out like now or the end of August or early September. That's crazy. That's because, like I said, I think artificial intelligence is controlling the marketing efforts right now. They, they've streamlined all this shit because Coca-Cola, everybody knows that the brand is synonymous with soda at this point. They don't need to spend any money on mm, Super Bowl ads, but they still do. So I really think that they just got a computer coming up with ideas or they just have some manatees picking balls like that episode of South Park when they made fun of Family Guy. And who else would think of that? Winter Spice, Cranberry, fucking that sounds like a robot throwing shit on the wall to see what it'll stick. Because that's not a human taste bud. I mean, maybe maybe this is like an overseas thing that, that is hit. Because sometimes, like, apparently Coke coffee is a thing. Yeah. Or coffee Coke. I don't know how you say it. But in, like... Some of the uh, countries around the world, they really like it, and it tests really well there. I don't know. That's not something I would ever think of, like coffee and soda to taste good. I bet it's a thing in Japan. They love coffee. Yeah, football season is coming. I'm tired of this preseason stuff. Yeah, no, me too. It's so bittersweet. It's like, oh, football's back, but it's not good football. No, no, I'm ready for it. Um, Going back to what you were talking about with different shit coming over here from different countries, they do have some good candies in other places. I will say that. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, my uh, buddy, uh, my childhood like best friend. He grew up on the street that I lived on. Mm-hmm. They, they were from England. I don't know where in England, but they're mm-hmm. from England. And he'd go back and he'd bring, he'd bring back like these like, kind of like now and later's, but mm-hmm. not now and later's. They're like more gummy. Like, I don't know. UK but, version of yeah, that. and they were they were amazing. Yeah. UK has some good candy because they don't have any other type of good cuisine. Their food is disgusting, so they better have some delicious sweets. But and then the chocolate, I guess, from Switzerland is is off the chain. Chocolate from Switzerland. But just like Hershey's will release a different one. Well, I don't know if it's Hershey's that owns Kit Kat, but whoever owns Kit Kat will release like a strawberry milkshake flavored Kit Kat in Japan. Oh, yeah. Japan gets get some crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. like Pringles have some crazy flavors, too, apparently. Yeah. That we like we don't get here. Pizza Hut putting hot dogs even, on their fucking crust and shit. Even that's like, even though that's like the different coasts too get like different stuff. Because now they have them on the East Coast, but five, six years ago, seven years ago, the Salsa Verde Doritos. Mm. 
were were like I the first time I ever saw them was in when I went to Denver. It's true. Same with the yellow bag. True. Like the uh I don't even remember what the flavor was. It was like corn something or I don't know. Yeah. Like the yellow bag of Doritos. I'd never seen that either. And then when I went to Denver, that, that those are the first two times. Now the, the Salsa Verde ones are here. Mm-hmm. The green bag, they're, they're banging. But like even the coast-to-coast thing is kind of crazy too. Yeah, and I'm not one of those people who are really into Mountain Dew, but I know the Baja Blast was specific to Taco Bell locations. You couldn't just go into 7-Eleven and get a bottle of Baja Blast. You had to go into Taco Bell, get a two-liter, and say, yeah, I want Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Yeah, but now, like, they got, they, well, not now, but they had gotten rid of it and then brought it back, and everyone loved it so much. I think they do sell it in stores now. That's another marketing ploy they'll just take it off the market for a little bit because of the scarcity principle it's not like they ran out of Baja Blast but it's like to make rib yes I like to make rib goes away and comes back or like KFC and the double down yeah like granted that one's a health risk so I can understand why that one goes away but (laughs) people will legit eat double stacked chicken with cheese in the middle every day and that's what yeah it's chicken fried chicken breast bacon and cheese fried chicken breast which sounds hidden yeah, I've had one. It's pretty good. But oh my god, it's really you one. I never. This is when I was in college, so mm-hmm. this is like 2010, just like freshman year. I remember, you know, we were doing taking care of some extracurriculars, mm-hmm. and then went over to fucking KFC because it was across the street from the from the dorms. Yeah, man, the mind wanders when you got them extracurriculars in your system, boy. You will eat pretty much anything. Yeah. Yeah. But um. Speaking of fall, fall is bringing about some more Netflix releases. Have you been streaming on Netflix lately? I got a bunch of shit that's coming out. So I just, I just watched the. I uh, got on Netflix. I started. I watched this episode of the One Hundred. Haven't seen it. There's like five or six seasons out. Um, but I just watched the first episode. It was alright. I might keep watching. Uh, and then I just watched this movie. I don't even know why, but it was entertaining enough. Called The Perfect Date. Okay. The soundtrack was kind of dope. I think I Shazam like three or four songs <laughs> off of it. All right. I'm going to watch it. Give me a synopsis. But I've been watching. Uh, hold on. Before I give you a synopsis, I've been watching Barry. Oh. I started watching, yeah, Barry on, on demand. So I haven't been on Netflix. Cause I, Did you watch the first season yet of Barry? I've only seen the first episode or two. Okay. Well, never mind. Yeah. So, so you so, haven't been watching it. No, no I just kind of have been getting into it. Yeah. Got it. All right. Now give me this shitty movie. Oh, you the watched. perfect date. It's like, I don't know. You know, it's. High school, the kid wants to get into Yale, but he's not rich, whatever. His parents are split up. So then he's like, okay, my... And his teacher is like, reads his application essay, and is like, yeah, no, this isn't this isn't it. So then he's like, she's like, write about yourself. Like, you're interesting. Come on, blah, blah, blah. And then he can't figure out what to write about, and he needs the money to go to Yale. So he hears someone from school be like... This isn't quick synopsis. This is a little overview. It's right. like... uh like yeah man my uncle's like about to pay me to take my cousin to her dance because he doesn't want her to go alone blah 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 mm-hmm. and then the guys but he's like and then the kid's like making a sub because he's at he works in a sub shop mm-hmm. he hears this and he's like i'll do it so then he take you know he takes a girl to the dance she's like oh you're so good at this like you could make an app or whatever so then that's what he does makes an app where he's the stand-in Okay, I'm done. This over. All right, I don't want to have to. I don't have to edit all that out. It's it based off a book. It's based off a book. So then, you know, long story short, him and the girl back and forth end up getting back together. Blah blah. But the, sounds like the a soundtrack, Sparks novel. The sounds soundtrack terrible. was all right, so I was like, eh, it's okay. It's entertaining to say the least. A modern version of the Notebook. Horrible. So you watched a chick flick, a rom com. Not even doesn't sound like there was much com. Just all rom. No, it's kind of funny. It made me laugh at points. Okay, it says more about you than the movie. 
Um, we already talked about the Irishman coming out. I Mine. just bought that book. I'm I'm excited. Okay. I heard you paying houses. Yes. Yes, sir, I do. Robert De Niro's going to kill it. My Hunters coming back tomorrow. I'm going to binge the shit out of that. I just recapped the first season. If you're not familiar with My Hunters, basically just shows the beginnings of the FBI uh, profiling system for serial killers. Yeah. Pretty dope. Follows uh, John Douglas, I think, is who the character is based on. He wrote the book My Hunters, and he does podcasts and shit out here, and that's what got me back into the show because he did a podcast with, uh, I forget, Kill Tony, where they have random people come on stage, pick names out of a hat, and they'll do 30 seconds of comedy. Then three comedians or you know, maybe just a random famous person like John Goodman or somebody will be there, and they'll roast the person that just went on. Well, John Douglas was one of the random people on there one episode roasting people, kind of. But he was also talking about cases that, you know, would blow your mind, like Casey Anthony's profiling people, yeah. like uh, John Bonet Ramsey, who their killer might actually be. He was saying how he got called in on that case the last minute, and he said there's no way that it's the parents. Everybody, you know, everybody assumes that it's the parents covered up for it's the probably brother. probably the brother. That's what he said. It's the parents that covered up for the brother. He says there's no way that happened, and this dude fucking came up with the whole system, so I don't know. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, nah, but, uh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff I want to watch. It's just that when I turn my, my PlayStation on to watch Netflix or Amazon or whatever, it's always late at night, and I have to be up early you know for work so it's like i have the extended hateful eight you know mm-hmm. on my list but it when i'm about to wind down to go to bed do i really want to put someone that i want to be fully in tune to no not really yeah it's dope though because you can watch that in episodes yeah yeah no i know the extended ones and bust it down to four four mm-hmm. parts or whatever but then also i've heard on amazon like the boys have you heard of that i haven't watched it yet but i keep seeing the preview for it i want to watch it. i've heard it. everyone who's watched it keeps telling me like if just watch the first episode like if you don't want to watch it after that so be it but check it out um there's a bunch of stuff actually on amazon that i want to watch like a lot of the philip k dick stuff that's based on his stories i want to watch but yeah it's like it's summertime and during the day after i get off work at 10 a.m i want to spend time outside so it's like i do that and then i'll lay down for a nap and then by the time I'm ready, you know, to watch Netflix, like I said, I'm winding down for bed. I don't want to watch something that's two hours long yeah. that I haven't seen before because then I'm going to stay up and watch it. Then I'm up until after midnight and then I got to be up at 3, 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. It's like, we're, and we're binging shit. We're not enjoying it. We're not taking the time to process and let it sit with us like we used to because there's so much shit and then we're right on to the next show. There's never going to be a time where one person can sit down and watch everything. It's never going to happen. Exactly. So why do they keep making shit? And it, it happens. I mean, like you said, it keeps happening to us. A perfect example. I was, we've talked about it, rewatching Breaking Bad. And then July 4th came, and I was towards the end of my Breaking Bad. Like, I was in the last season. July 4th came. I was like, Stranger Things came out today. I watched Stranger Things all on July 4th, all of season three on July 4th. Right now, I said to myself that day, I'm going to have to rewatch this because I just took in so much information in an eight hour period. That I don't even know what the fuck I just watched. It would take me a solid minute to sit here and remember what the final season of Stranger Things was about. And I just watched it last month. Because since then, I've rewatched My Hunters, part of Breaking Bad, and I can't name the movies. Right. So, it's just too much shit. The podcast you listen to, the shit you read, getting inundated all damn day. It's crazy. Then I look at movies, like, it's so much content, I spend more time trying to figure out what I'm going to watch. Because the, the past few days, I've been like, you know what? I'm bored. I don't got shit to do. Maybe I'll go to the movies in the afternoon. It's cheaper, you know? matinee price whatever 
And then I look at the listings. I'm like, damn, there's like four movies I want to see. I don't know what I'm going to watch. Then I'm like, I'm just not going to go. Yeah. It'd be dope if your phone could actually break that down because I feel like a piece of shit every week when it tells me my screen time. I'm not going to say how many hours because it's embarrassing. But if they could at least tell me this is how much time you spent scrolling for shit to watch or read or take in. And this is the time you actually spent on substantive activity. And they do their best with the entertainment versus news versus this. But a lot of time when I'm on the news, I'm just scrolling. But uh, yeah, new shit. But that's like when I sat down and watched that movie. It was like I was just looking. I was like on Netflix. I was like, oh, what am I gonna watch? So I went through like a whole bunch of lists of stuff and couldn't decide. And I was like, let me look at my list. Mm-hmm. Then that movie was just on there, and I was like, this is just gonna be like mindless, like you know, just a mindless movie. So I just put it on because I was doing counting money, like you know, change in in the background or going upstairs or eat dinner. Mm-hmm. So it's like fuck it. I know. I talk all this shit, and I'm still excited for Ballers to come out on August 25th. It's a good. I mean, I only saw the first season. Yeah, I caught back up on it last year. I'm not, you know, I'm not. I'm, I'm not ashamed to say. I was about to say I'm embarrassed to admit the fact that I watched that show, but fuck y'all. I like Ballers. Yeah, it's entourage with sports. I don't care. It's got The Rock, and anything with The Rock, I'm gonna give the time of day. Hey, if it's entertaining, like so be it. Anyone can break anything down on a, a critiquing standpoint. Like, it goes back to the whole Game of Thrones last season. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I could sit here and critique the shit out of what I didn't like about it. But did it entertain me? Yes. Did I enjoy it while I was watching it? Yes. That's good enough for me. Yeah, just appreciate the first six seasons like we talked about. But with Ballers, it's nonstop nonsense. So you know what you're getting. It's easily digestible. You're going to get some women. You're going to get The Rock. He's gonna be an asshole. He's gonna be a nice guy. He's gonna ebb and flow between different characters. It's just right. You, you know get the whole getting. sports shenanigans, like famous people shenanigans. You're getting sports shenanigans on steroids, which is even better. You're getting fake sports. You're getting like the twenty years worth of crazy shit mm-hmm. packed into one. Terrible acting. <laughs> you know that show was written by Rashard Mendenhall. Really? Yeah, he's a showrunner and still writes for the show. I did not know that. That's yeah, man. Hey, good for Rashard Mendenhall, dude. You know how many people are making a living as a writer in Hollywood? He just so happens to be an ex-NFL player. It's crazy. Yes. That's why they say when you take that work ethic from being a professional athlete or even college-level athlete and apply it to anything. Well, yeah, because once you already have the exposure and then you're average, you pretty much have the connections. Like, your agent probably knows somebody or, like, it's true. you've met somebody just because you've been at a function or something. But you got to be good. Yeah, no, no, I'm not saying, mm-hmm. but I, then again, there's a lot of shit that comes out from these platforms that is flat out terrible. Flat out. Like, extremely terrible. And I'm like, I look at that, and as somebody who, like, does write on the side and would love to have a job, like, something like that, like, sometimes I'm like, yo, I could write some shit better than this. I could put could. shit on paper better than this. You definitely could, especially if it was our profession to spend eight hours in a day with other creative individuals bouncing shit off the wall, and you got $250,000 at your disposal as far as a budget or whatever for that episode. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, that's how, that's how my, like, as a writer, I prefer is to have, like, sit down with somebody else. Yeah. Like when I, if I'm writing a script or something, like have somebody sit there and then we bounce ideas off each other. I can sit there by myself and do it. And then you see things like uh, the NWA movie. Yeah. And like Ice Cube. There's the scene Ice Cube writing Friday. He wrote. The, he really wrote Friday. Friday's a great movie. It's yeah, like, yeah. The no, script and everything. It's, is it's great. I'm just saying, like people just find time. I know people. You, like you said, you work full time. Mm-hmm. Like people get up early as fuck or like stay up late. Yeah. To write and it's like. Hopefully, you know, that shit is good because you just spend all the time. But even even if it's not good, 
like uh it's fulfilling to know you did that definitely and even if it isn't the best on paper you get the right people involved and it can become a way better project like just because that was ice cube's first screenplay i'm gonna reach to assume it wasn't his best screenplay but he had bernie Mac, he had chris tucker he had f gary gray who went on to be a great director i think ended up directing that movie he was just a music video director at the time so took a lot of chances but it ended up being what it was a classic yeah yeah no for sure and i feel like as long if you have i think having a product is the is where you start Mm because even if it's like if it's like you said if it's there but it's just not great on paper there's a chance you'll meet somebody who is going to be able to be like oh change this shit up and then make it great on paper who can boost it but that's also what it takes is writing like writing makes you a better writer like i don't think a lot of people realize that it's like a lot of the first stuff you write is going to be terrible. Shitty first drafts. Yeah, and then like as you write more and more, they say that all the time with script writing. I think my dialogue that I write is terrible. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether it is or not, but like I feel it is. But the more you write dialogue, the better that dialogue gets in the future. Yeah, no, I mean it reads more natural and organic than what I would write or like something you read on a teleprompter. So what you were writing definitely reads as a conversation. So it wasn't terrible. Cheer up, man. No, no, no I'm just, I was just saying in general, like, but Rashard Mendenhall, do keep doing your thing, Brody. Oh yeah, definitely. Any athlete out there who wants to get in creative ventures, Martellus Bennett, all those dudes go on to be somewhat successful for the most part, like you said, because I mean, we've all been in locker rooms and met that goofball. All those dudes are creative as shit. Hell yeah. I mean, Martellus Bennett had the right. His stuff is real good. Like the children's stuff is really good, and then he just made his own company to like his own you know production company too which helps like if you have the money to do that kobe bryant winning oscars out here athletes have the creative mindset ballers want to be hoopers and hoopers want to be ballers you see that video of j cole out here in every three from the corner speaking of j cole did you see the clip they asked all the the rookies or a lot of the rookies like one has to go kendrick j cole or drake mm, no i didn't see that i did see them can play, you playing 90s music for him and i'm trying to figure out the artist though can you guess who they said out of those three, if one has to go, what the general consensus was in that group? The general consensus was probably Kendrick. Yeah, that's what I imagine. I mean, my if I was picking out of those three, I would take Kendrick out. So I can't bet against those kids. Those kids are right. No, I don't know. Yeah, Kendrick would have to go out of that group. I fuck with Drake too heavy and I fuck with J. Cole too heavy. Kendrick's the one that's in between where I'm like, eh, I can do without Kendrick. See, I could do without J. Cole. That's if I had one had to go, that's who I, I would say. To each their own. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, that's a that's definitely a personal opinion uh, question. I just thought it was kind of interesting. It's a preference-based thing, but I learned in the DMV, y'all fuck with Kendrick Heavier. Y'all more about conscious rap up here. I mean, Wale came from here. That Lupe Fiasco movement was more DMV-based. Y'all be wearing New Balances and shit. Y'all even like numbers in y'all shoes. So y'all are way more... I can say I never had a pair of New Balance 992s or 993s or 998s. Yeah, it's just y'all more sophisticated here. We, I mean, not to, J. Cole is a lyricist, but he's still from the South, from North Carolina. So that comes through in what he's talking Technically, about. Technically, we are the South here. I know. We've discussed that. But <laughs> ultimately, y'all closer to New York than y'all are to North Carolina. So y'all definitely some Yanks. <laughs> Dolomite, did you see that's coming to Netflix? Eddie Murphy, I mean, that must have been part of that $70 million deal that he's inking. I knew it wasn't just going to be stand-up that he did. He's going to be doing movies and probably release some of his older shit on Netflix, too. But, yeah, Dolomite. This is a Rudy Ray story. He's going to be playing Dolomite. 
It's got uh, Mike Epps in it. It's got a bunch of other comedians. That's going to be coming to Netflix in the next month. It just says releasing this fall. Who knows when that is? Could be September. Yeah, that's like the Irishman. Mm-hmm. Same thing. It's like coming out in the fall. It's like, yeah, that probably means November. Dave Chappelle has a new special coming out next week. Oh, nice. August 26th. So excited as shit for that. Netflix is just punching in the mouth. Every week is like, oh, you, you like this show? Boom, here's another one. Oh, you like this comedy special? Fuck, take this one. It's like just, you know. Yeah, I, but man, they spend so much money. Nine billion dollars in content on just, not content. Was it just comedy? I forget how much. It was something like that. So much money. So much. So much. It's because they know they're losing a bunch of shit. And I'm trying to figure out when this flip is, this switch is going to flip. I know it's going to be like 2020 sometime. But Netflix going to be dry, boy. Because there are so many Disney movies on there. The other day I was scrolling through like Incredibles. Incredibles 2. I mean, they put out a lot of their own content. But I just don't know how you pay $100 million for Friends. For a couple years. For a year, yeah. like the Office they paid $100 million for too, I think. Like, what? Yeah. Like... Cause I mean, it's a good a show, but is it really worth that much? It is when they have access to the numbers and they the see mo- it. I mean, The Office just, is their most watched show. People are just streaming that shit all day, you know? When South Park used to be on Netflix, I used to watch a lot of South Park on there, but now it's on Hulu. Hmm. Yeah. Dude, I could watch South Park. I mean, uh, The Office, like, every day. I don't even know. It's not even one of my favorite shows, but it's just, like, background noise. That's why I don't watch it. I feel like it's mind-numbing. I can watch uh, South Park every day. South Park is funny shit. You said what's funny? South Park. Yeah. And whenever I'm watching South Park, it takes me to a moment. Because each episode... Like with The Office, all those episodes sort of string together. So when I was watching all those, I was either binging them or it's always a rainy day. Like something like that. But with South Park... Because I remember the moment that I watched that specific episode, whether the year it was or, you know, whatever age I was, it takes me to a moment. So I appreciate watching those more. Like when I'm watching the Butters Bottom Bitch episode, I remember going to school the next day and quoting Butters and like, you know what I'm saying, being in a locker room talking about. Yeah, dude, we used to talk about, yeah, South Park after the show would come on new. No. That's the other thing. South Park does do like the story over consecutive, you know, like a season has a story, but it's, each one is still like its own and they do satire so well. Do. Because everything they do, I think, is spot on. Spot on. I was watching an episode that was from at least five years ago, and they were talking about a culturally relative issue, relevant issue right now. They are always so ahead of the curve. I was watching Basketball, 1998. Dude, that movie is hilarious. If you watch the first five minutes of that movie, they're basically talking about everything going on in sports right now with all the transition between teams. Uh, everything being about the player and everything like they were talking about that in 1998 well yeah there was a, an episode I hadn't seen it was one of the newer seasons of South Park but it was like Halloween time hmm. one they made fun of how uh, men get mad at their girlfriends or a significant other because they take forever getting mm-hmm. ready so Heidi was taking forever and Cartman was getting all pissed off but the men like all the dads dress up as like witches and then go drinking on a hill Jack and crack yeah and then one of them is like get like turns into a real witch and then they're trying to explain to everybody like they're, they're like they're calling it like a, a witch pursuit like they never said hunt but they were like making fun of it just because like oh it's a witch hunt it's a witch hunt but they were also playing to something else and i don't really know what when they were like just because one of us is bad doesn't mean all witches are bad and i, I think it plays into the people like oh supporting like, trump 
Yeah, but it's like I'm just like God damn. Well, that and like the Islamophobia shit. Like that most too. people will be like, "Oh, he's brown. Like that's a bad guy." He's a bad witch. But like it's funny how they were going around. Like they never said witch hunt, but they came up with like five different ways to say it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fucking Chip, man. He's such a douche, man. It's like Chip's it, always been a d bag. Yeah, it's like that's him. That's a, we're good witches. Like we just we just party. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Butters called up Trump. Butter him up, Butters. Oh yeah, he called. He called up Mister uh, Mister yeah, Garrison. Garrison. He flies in on the Air Force One, and everyone's like, "Well, that's a there's a real witch." Yeah, <laughs> but it's so crazy how even a show like that that's clearly making fun of everybody. Nobody is off limits, and it's always been that way. I remember having conversations with friends around 2016 saying, "Oh, I don't watch South Park anymore. They're super liberal. All they do is make fun of Trump." What? No, they make fun. Of, yeah, they make fun of everyone. They call Hillary a turd sandwich. Yeah, well that that well you didn't know who was who because it was the giant douche and the turd sandwich. He was the douche, I think. Or it, like well, it was one of two. Yeah, the other. But they made the episode where like uh, all the all the Canadians were like coming to America, and then um, we thought it was funny. And then yeah, and then he like built a wall like from on the Canadian border. But yeah, no, he's like, how did that happen? And then the French dad is just being like. This guy, this pompous asshole, ran was said he was gonna run for president. And we all thought it was funny and took it as a joke, and and then we were like, all right, guys, time to get serious. But by the time we said time to get serious, it was too late, and he's already in office. <laughs> it was too late. He was being sworn in. Hilarious. <laughs> and then the dude they had sitting on the wall. Hey, you guys can't come up. I have a bunch of cold shit and stuff, and we just don't want you over here. You know, raping our women and whatnot. <laughs> but then what's his name? Mr. Garrison's like goes to goes to Canada. He's like, I'm gonna fuck him to death. And then the scene where he actually fucks him to death, he, like, sniffs in some ammonia. That's, like, taken from a famous rape scene in a movie. Like, they do so many little things like that. Where And the music is just so great when he's going. Like, and that's a play on, I think, uh, Lost in New York. So everything they do is, like, kind of a callback to great movies. Or Yeah, they, they do, like you said, satire better than anyone. But they even came out and said it when, like, the whole Trump thing actually did happen. They're like, "Oh, is the new season going to be about Trump as president?" They're like, "Honestly, no, because like you can't, you can't get any more satire than what's actually going on right now." They want <laughs> to get back to farts and dicks and pussies. I like how they turn Heidi into a female Cartman that actually follows through on everything she does. Yeah, see, I haven't seen a lot of the new. I've seen like bits and pieces, but I know she got real big. Yes. And then uh, everybody's terrified of her. Everybody needs some integrity. Integrity yeah. Farms. South Park's coming in three weeks, I think. Yeah, so new episodes like coming soon. Yeah, no, Integrity Farms though, like that shit is so funny to me. I think fall is the best time for content. If you really think about it, like fall, winter time, because even Christmas, that's when all the award season movies start to come out. That's when all the holiday movies start to come out. Everybody wants to try and make that Christmas date. I think fall, winter time is the best time to just because you know everybody's on their ass. College kids are on break. High school kids. Yeah, well, there's definitely a schedule, like you said, to a lot of it, because a lot of it is awards-based and, like, when they're going to make money, like, summer blockbusters, but then, like, the beginning of year, like, January is not really, January, February, March are, like, terrible months for movies, but with the way that content is starting to come out now, like, Disney has to control so much content that they have to space all their movies so that they never conflict with one another, so it's, like, soon, February will be a great month for for films. True. It's going to be owned by an on-demand audience. Pretty soon, the whole lot, the idea of anything but live sports being played at a specific time, 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock on Tuesday, I think that shit is going to be a foreign concept. 
where advertisers are giving a studio money to say, hey, we want to be on this ad time on this show because nobody's going to be watching it. Well, that's what they do now anyway. Mm-hmm. You, your ad time, like you pay like the overnight is cheaper. But I'm saying like right now they still air Modern Family or a new episode of Sheldon or whatever. The season premiere is going to be on CBS at 9 o'clock on Monday. I think there will be a time where there will be no more season premieres or season finales at a specific time when everybody watches. Oh, I don't know. I think, think no, I think that's more to do with like nights of the week. That's why most Mm -hmm. of like the best shows or the highest rated shows are like Thursday nights. That's what I think eventually those slots are just going to be all taken by reality TV, some game show or some live sporting event, like whether it's going to be e-gaming, some uh, combat sport, football, basketball, Uh, like something's going to take it over. No, I don't know, because like you have to think with sports, they want people in the seats. Mm hmm. They don't with people working Friday mornings or when you know. Let's just say we're basing off Thursday nights. They don't want to do that shit because they're not going to get the turnout Mm. at the actual stadiums. I got you. I see what you're saying. Well, it depends on the audience. You're right. I mean, if it's if I'm talking specifically about e-gaming, if they're relying on kids' demographic, but you're right. But I mean, like look at like baseball. There's a lot of games, so they have to play no matter what. But like the abysmal numbers of baseball state attendance because they play games one o'clock, four o'clock. Yeah, seven o'clock all any day of the week. It's more the time of the day in the environment too, like the atmosphere being so hot, it's fucking balls being able to hit somebody in the head, and the nature of the game being boring as shit. I'm just saying, I don't think like if you threw NFL games like on weekdays, people would go obviously, but it wouldn't be the turnout like it is now well, being on a Sunday. Thursday nights are sold out, right? Well, uh, Thursday. I'm saying like. People watch on TV, but I don't think the, atten- the attendance numbers on Thursday nights probably not as good. They're not, but probably. We don't know. But this is my thing. I just, there will be a time, maybe in the next 20 years, where they're finding time slots for, in the fall, college sports are going to be played on Thursday night. Like, not every team, but there's going to be enough teams to where we can get a game on Thursday night every night for a college live game. And people are going to go to it because it's a college game and they're not used to them being played on Thursday. So I'm just saying. Again, I don't think they would play most college games Thursdays. No, not Because it conflicts with the NFL. But no, but if a kid has one. That's why they play now on Saturdays. Or if a kid has, uh, or if a team has one game per season on their schedule where they're playing on a Thursday night. I mean, I've seen them. Or Wednesday night. They have random nights. Friday night games. Oh, well, yeah. But that's just, again, like TV TV schedules and stuff. I mean, if you think the NFL started games on Thursdays, probably because that's the highest that's the the night that probably gets highest ratings on television. That's what I'm saying. So I think pretty soon those slots are going to be occupied by only sporting events or live gaming shows. It's already started to s- sort of shift there anyway. But that, eh, I don't know. It, I, I just don't think so. I, I think that the, the amount of money the stations have to pay for TV rights to NFL, I think, is too high. Well, NFL is one thing. It's starting right? to get too high. Like, But nothing will, is going to trump the NFL on TV. Eventually, it's going to be real spread out, man. I just think we're kind of short-sighted when it comes to that because we've grown up in this NFL era. That shit just started in, what, the 60s. Before that, it was all boxing and baseball and, you know, a couple TV shows because there were only four networks. Well, pay-per-view ruined boxing. Mm-hmm. Baseball's always been like a radio sport. Mm-hmm. Football's been... You you know football's going to be number one for a very long time because football overtook God. It, well, it was made for TV. 
Yeah, football was made for TV. I mean, when when you overtake church, hmm. when Sunday is no longer the Lord's Day, it's football day, you're doing something. That's true. And then you got Monday night, too. But you know, I just think, like I said, we're short-sighted. Those things go on ebb and flows. Nobody ever thought heavyweight boxing would be as low as it is. At some point, football isn't going to be the most watched sport on TV. And people are going to be watching Real Housewives of Mars or some shit. And it's going to be on TV. Real Housewives of Mars. Tuesday, 7 p.m. <laughs> Central time. So no um, speaking of reality TV, I rarely watch Dr. Phil. Hmm. Yesterday, I just turned the TV on and CBS was on. Dr. Phil came on. This shit was wild. Made me want to watch again today because today is part two. But I could not believe what what this, like, this woman pretended to either have, like, cancer or, like, MS or whatever to, like, make friends mm-hmm. with people and, like, manipulate people. And then this shit, it was just crazy. So she had that Munchausen's? Is that what no, she is? did it to herself. She was 25. She just started lying compulsively. Okay. So, like, there was a, ca- a camp done where it's for kids with disabilities, and, like, she just went and bought a wheelchair the day before camp and then just showed up at camp faking like she had this disability and made friends with this counselor and led on this counselor for, like, a very long time. Mm-hmm. They became, like, real friends, and then she found out that, like, that girl could walk and, like, all this other shit. That's wild. And then she manipulated this couple to say that, like, she had stage four breast cancer and that her husband, like... She had a hus- a family, and they were like, oh, why don't you and your husband come down to Florida, blah, blah, and she always had to make up reasons why, mm-hmm. and then, like, came up with this whole, like, stalking story and shit. It was, it was wild. So they had those three people there, and then they bring this girl out to sit down, and they're all talking, like, Dr. Phil is just shitting on her, and then, like, the other people start shitting on her, and she's like, well, I just thought, you know, we did have a genuine friendship, and the guy's like, hold on, I want to make sure you have this clear, like, we are not friends, and we never will be friends. Mm-hmm. I can never be friends with a person like you, and uh, that show's been on for 20 years for a reason. I know, I'm just saying, like, I rarely watch, but that one episode, I'm like, damn, I need to watch this shit. I never watch it either, but... It does make you feel better about your own shit when other people are just putting their shit all over the TV. Well, not only that, but, like, I, I sit there and I wonder, like, is this shit real? Like, people really are this terrible? Like, oh, but the casting, the, the content or casting or whoever gets the people on the shows, they, they must be, are super amazing at their job. Well, they find the worst of the worst and the best of the best. I mean, they catapulted Bad Baby to rap stardom. Yeah. Well, you you can send in like your like they do be like, oh, if you think you have a problem, only I can solve. Like, send in what's going on to this email, blah blah blah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, she probably could have came up with that shit with her mom, been like, hey mom, like I'm about to act ratchet as fuck. And then that shit just went viral. And I mean, he even said when she went to the ranch, she rehabilitated her behavior. So obviously, chick smart, she knows how to act, which is why now she's able to act like. You know, a hood rat, make money. But uh, one of the things about Dr. Phil, too, is he's exploiting people. Whether or not he wants to recognize it or, you know, people want to recognize it for what it is, he's definitely exploiting people. And he's not doing it in the same way Jerry Springer is or in the same way that, you know, the dude, one of them for bum fights. Maury, he's not doing the same way Maury is. I mean, yeah, he is exploiting people, but these people signed up, like, do sign up for this. They sign up for it, but at a certain point, he needs to recognize that he is 
the leader of the ring leader of a circus. But yeah, I was watching. But yeah, no, I know. I was watching yesterday, and I was like, "Why would you ever agree to go on this? Like, if those three people reached out, and you're the one person who did these terrible things, like, if I was that lady, I would not, I would not go on there. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, nah. I mean, they agree to go on there because they're deluded. They probably think they're gonna get famous off of it, especially after that bad baby chick happened. I think the girl really was trying to apologize, but then again, she is a compulsive liar. Like, so you never know what's coming out of her mouth. But part two's on today. I know I'm not gonna see it, but I would. People are fucking crazy. She might think they're gonna make a movie about her or something. If she did, I'd, I'd be terrified to have a person like that in my circle, especially about somebody like Doctor Phil, who's vulnerable or something like that. She might think she can scheme Dr. Phil and get a television script out of it. People are sick. Big fights this weekend. You plan on watching fights? No, I'm in New York. Oh, nice. What you got going on in the city? Uh, It's my buddy's, like, bachelor. Like, they're doing joint bachelor, bachelorette. So it's, like, a big group. We just got Airbnb up there for a whole rack of us. Nice. And we're just going to bar hopping. Uh, We're staying outside the city, but, like. Where at? I, somewhere in Jersey over there I don't know Hoboken Be careful People robbing in Jersey Stealing and shit Paulo Costa's fighting Yoel Romero We got Nate Diaz returning to the octagon After three years Taking on Anthony Pettis Who's coming off a big win Versus Steven Wonderboy Thompson And we have the main event Which will feature Kobe Co- Oh no I'm treating Kobe Covington Kamaru Usman's on the mind no, they're not fighting this weekend. It's going to be Stipe Miocic and Daniel Cormier, too. Rematch! Yeah, for the heavyweight title. Uh, I don't know if Cormier's coming in as an underdog again, but he was in the first fight. I imagine he'd be a heavy favorite this time, considering he knocked Stipe out in the first two minutes last fight. Yoel Romero um, is a good money bet against Paulo Acosta. The betting odds would probably be in Acosta's favorite because he's got youth on his side. Both look like the Golden Snitch, a.k.a. Jeff Nowitzki, needs to be taking a sniff of their piss because they're shredded. Yoel Romero's 42, and he looks like a Greek goddess. I mean, dude doesn't have an ounce of fat on him anywhere, and Paulo Costa doesn't look much different. So I would definitely be checking those tests for some type of PED, steroid, testosterone, some Mexican supplement, eating that Brazilian acai. Uh, other than that, I don't have anything else going on this weekend. I appreciate everyone for listening. Jake, you got any final closing thoughts? Um, no, I think, I think, I, I don't know. I had something earlier I was going to bring up, but I completely forgot. I hate when that happens. Hmm. You know, it's all good. We've gone for about 45 minutes. Much love and respect to everyone that took time out of their busy day. Oh, random. Had the mac and cheese from Chick-fil-A yesterday. Pretty good. Oh, that must be regional, because mac and cheese doesn't seem like something that they should have. No, it just went nationwide, oh, okay. like either at the end of last week or the beginning of this week. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, because they tested it in like a, like five cities or something, and it all got rave reviews in the cities they tested it in. So then they just said, this is the first time since 2016 that they've changed the menu. Well, they're doing the most. They need to bring back cinnamon clusters, and they need to bring back spicy chicken tenders. Until then, fuck Chick-fil-A. Oh, I'm just saying that mac and cheese is good. Don't fuck with me. I'm a field nigga with Sean Cutlery. Go play the quarters where the butlers be. I'm going to play the corners where the hustlers be. I told them, please don't die over the neighborhood that your mama rentin'. 
take your drug money and buy the neighborhood. That's how you rinse it. Uh. I bought every V12 engine. Wish I could take it back to the beginning. I could have bought a place in Dumbo before it was Dumbo for like two million. That same building today is worth 25 million. Guess how I'm feeling? Dumbo. Light nigga, dog nigga, faux nigga, real nigga. Rich nigga, poor nigga, house nigga, feel nigga. Still nigga. Dark nigga, faux nigga, real nigga, rich nigga, poor nigga, house nigga, feel nigga. Still nigga. Still nigga. You wanna know what's more important than throwing away money at a strip club? Credit. You ever wonder why Jewish people own all the property in America? That's how they did it. Financial freedom, my only hope. Fuck living rich and dying broke. I bought some artwork for one million. Two years later, that shit worth two million. Two years later, that shit worth eight million. I can't wait to get this shit to my children. Y'all think it's bougie, I'm like, it's fine. But I'm trying to give you a million dollars worth of game for 999. I turn a two to a four, four to an eight. I turn my life into a nice first week release date. Mm. Y'all here still taking advances, huh? Me and my niggas taking real chances, uh Y'all on the gram holding money to your ear There's a disconnect, we don't call that money over here, yeah Light nigga, dark nigga, faux nigga, real nigga Rich nigga, poor nigga, house nigga, feel nigga Still nigga Still nigga Light nigga, dark nigga, faux nigga, real nigga Nigga, poor nigga, house nigga, feel nigga. Still nigga. Still nigga.